four. Isaiah 46 verses three and four. Those of you that had your Bible, just kind of glance down at it. I'm going to read it from a different translation today. I'm going to read it from the God's word translation to make sure we fully understand what is being said in this text today. And it simply says this, listen to me, descendants of Jacob, the few people left of the nation of Israel. I have carried you since your birth. I have taken care of you from the time you were born. Even when you are old, I will take care of you. And even when your hair turns gray, I will support you. I made you and I will continue to care for you. I will support you and save you. Oh, somebody ought to thank God for his word here today. I want to talk to you all just for a few moments, simply a word for the weary, a word for the weary. You know, this pandemic have had us all locked up. And those of us that have not been locked up, haven't had the freedom to go and the freedom to do what we have desired to do. And yet uh, God has kept us. And if we would be honest with ourselves, amen, and if we would be transparent, for many of us, it, it was a, an, a, an adjustment. And for some, it became very hard. But I have a word for the weary today. I didn't say you weren't saved. I didn't say that you didn't love God. I didn't say that you were not on your way to heaven. But maybe maybe perhaps you've become weary along the way. Well, I have a word for the weary. Let me start off by saying that one of the rich and relevant experiences of knowing God or believing God is the fact of believing he speaks to us. You really cannot describe or define that encounter. It is unexplainable, but you know when God speaks to you. When one believes God and trusts God, they know that God has a way of speaking powerfully and personally to the situations in their lives. God never fails to give a fresh and faithful word to those who are in a relationship with him. God speaks in many ways to us. Yes, he speaks a word of confirmation, sometimes through others. He speaks from his written word, the scripture. And as I oftentimes tell you all, put your name in the text, put your name in the text, because this word is still alive today as it was when it was first written. And so therefore he speaks to us from the written word, from the word of God. And not only that, but he speaks through the spoken word, through the preaching. He speaks in the ministry of music. You know, sometime, you know, sometime a song have a way of, of blessing you. A song have a way of lifting your spirit. You have to understand that many times that God speaks in the ministry of music. And so he has many ways uh, of speaking. 
And so, so often, so often he speaks at a time when only what he has to say makes a real difference. You know, we hear what everybody else have to say and everybody else's opinion. But I think I have some folk that will agree with me here today that there comes a time that only what he says really makes a real difference. Uh, In the book of Exodus, chapter three, he spoke. He spoke to Moses about the affliction and the oppression of Israel. And then when you look in the book of Job, he spoke. He spoke and Job's anxieties were calmed. Uh, He spoke to Elijah in a still small voice. And here in this text, he speaks a word that is relevant to the plight of people to Isaiah. You have to understand that the children of Israel needed a fresh word. They needed a faithful word. They needed a word that would ultimately comfort them. The days of captivity would be long and laborious. Sorrow and misfortune would take its toil. And perhaps I'm talking to someone here today who needs a word because you've been laboring. You are loaded with the cares of this world. Your agenda is not where you had planned it for it to be by now. You had planned to be orbiting in another space of life by now, but you are stuck on the launching pad. And maybe perhaps you feel that you should have made at least one connection uh, on your flight to happiness and prosperity. But it seems as though that your plane has not even left the terminal. Uh, By your timetable, Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright should have shown up by now, but you are still in uh, the search mode. Well, I stop by here for a few minutes and let you know that you need a word for your own anxiousness and uncertainty. And it's in this text, it's in this text here today that we find such a word. Because when I look, when I look, when I look in verse three, we hear an important word from the Lord. And the first thing that he says to us is simply this, I have made you. In other words, what God is saying is I have created you. And by that declaration, God reminds us that the creator is never conquered. The creature may be, but never the creator. You see, one's plight may be pitiful and the present may seem painful. But since he is is the creator, you have to understand that he is in full control. Sometimes we need to shut the news off and put the paper down and turn off Facebook because there's nothing but bad news. I stop out here and let somebody know that God is in control. Even in the midst of people losing their jobs and losing their home, many of you all is waiting on the stimulus check that the president won't sign. It seems like there's an uproar in the White House while he's in Florida playing golf and tweeting. But I need you to understand that my God is still in control. You have to understand God, you know, he had to speak to Jeremiah one day. 
He had to speak to him about him being his creator because uh, Jeremiah struggled with the call and God's word to him was clear. He had to let him know, I made you while you were in the womb. And he said, I ordered and sanctified you in the womb. And so these words were given to Jeremiah to assure him that he was a prophet chosen by God. And this word proved to be exactly what Jeremiah needed to hear. And I need somebody to know that before you were born, while you were in your mother's womb, God knew exactly who you were. And when you look at the life of Moses, Moses' argument to God centered upon his inadequacy and the lack of elegance. But God's word to him was simply this. He said, since I made you, he says to Moses, I know you. He said, and so here's what I want you to do. I want you to take Aaron with you and he will say what you cannot say. And so what you all need to understand here, sometimes we feel our inadequacies. And sometimes we feel uh, what we cannot do. But you need to understand that because God created you and because God made you, there's nothing that's impossible with God. You are his child. You ought to trust him. You ought to lean and depend upon him. And so the first word that he gives for the weary is simply this. I have made you. I have created you. And so since I've made you, I know all about you. I know your uprising. I know your downsetting. I know when you go out. I know when you come back in. I know how frail you are. I know your confusion. I know everything about you. I know about all your illnesses. I know about all of your shortcomings. God says, I made you, I created you, and therefore I know you. That's enough to make you want to shout, is the fact that God, he knows all about you. And then when I continue to read the text, not only does God know us, not because he created us, but secondly, I hear in this verse, it says, I cared for you since you were born. Somebody need to know that God cares all about you. And periodically, we need to be reminded that our provisions are derived from a higher source. God constantly watches over us. He constantly keeps his eyes upon our affairs. God often keeps us from getting what we ask for because he wants us to truly learn what we really need. You see, God gives us what we need, even when we may be asking for something else. I need y'all to hear me here today. He gives us patience to endure when we are often asking for an avenue to exit. He gives us peace for our confusion while we are often asking for strength to fight. He gives us strength for our weakness 
while we are often looking for a strategy, God says ever since my covenant with Abraham, I have been taken care of you. Even when you were contrary and disobedient, God said, I still took care of you. Aren't you glad, hallelujah, that regardless to where your plot may be in life, we have a God who cares about us and we have a God who takes care of us. I hear a song that says, be not dismayed, whatever betide. God will take care of you beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you through every day, over all the way. He will take care of you. And then they ended by saying, God will take care of you. And I don't know who that's for today, but I come here to let you know that God will take care of you. Oh, I hear the psalmist saying, let me testify a little bit. And the psalmist said, I once was old, young, but now I'm old and never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seeds begging bread. In other words, not only have God blessed us, but God has spared our children. God has spared our children's children. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout, hallelujah. God cares about me. And so as I continue to read this text, I see something else in there. I see something else in there. Here's what else I see. I hear the Lord saying, he says, I will carry you along and be your savior. I don't want y'all to miss it. Please don't miss it. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. No wonder why angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him because he's a mighty God. He says, not only have I made you, not only have I cared for you since you were born, but then he turns around and says, I will carry you along and be your savior. You know, this word gives us triumph in the midst of everything we're going through. Because God's eyes, they are always open and looking at the path we are traveling. And even when we can't see our way, if we just learn how to lean and depend on him every step of the way, God, he can see the path that we are traveling. When we are cast down, when we are weak and weary, when we become faint and frustrated, when it seems like we're beaten, being beaten and bruised, when we are frightened and fragile, hallelujah, he lifts us up. And that's the time that he carries us. I heard your testimony. And what I got out of some of you all testimonies was simply this, that there came a time when you barely had enough strength to put one foot in front of the other. And it seemed like you just could not go another day's journey. Oh, but thank God. I'm trying to be calm. I'm almost finished. But thank God for Jesus and the Holy Ghost. Just when I felt like I couldn't go another day, forget another day. 
I couldn't go another hour. Forget another hour. I couldn't go another minute. That's the time that God, he came and picked you up. My God and God carried you. Somebody ought to tell the Lord, thank you. Because our joy is this. My God, that God carries us when we are helpless and hopeless. When we are unable to find the strength within. How you all know sometimes there's no strength within? That's the time that God that carries us. Some of you all been touched with the COVID. You testified of it. But look, God carried you through it. And you ought to shout hallelujah. The faith of the believer is that there is a word. There's a word that enriches us. And I have a word for the weary that not only, I don't want you to miss it, not only did God say that I made you, I've created you. Not only did he say I cared for you since you were born. Not only did he say I'm going to carry you along and be your savior. Oh, but I got a word. I have a word. Then the word is simply this. He says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. He turns around and says to us, don't be weary in well-doing. Some of y'all been doing good, but you're getting tired now. I know you're getting tired. Somebody ought to put in the comments, Pastor, you right, I'm getting tired. Hey, sometimes we get tired. You're tired of doing good. But the scripture tells us, don't you become weary and well-doing. Why? Because in due season, yeah, you're going to reap. And that's a word. Somebody, you getting ready to weep, reap if you faint not. And then Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that are laboring are heavy laden, all of you that are weary and all of you that are burdened. And he says, what I will, God said, I'm going to give you rest. I got a word for y'all. Don't mind the Bible, do you? If you acknowledge him in all your ways, God promised he'll direct your path. I got a word for you today that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. You may be, my God, facing hard time. You may be looking at some financial situations. But I stop by here to tell you to hold on to God. It may look like everybody else is getting ahead and you going backwards. But I dare you to hold on to God. I have a word that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. I got a word for you because he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you in all of your ways. How many of y'all know God is a keeper? And he, look what he says, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. I hear Brother Isaiah say, Pastor, don't close this message out without letting me talk. And Isaiah said, fear thou not, for I am with thee. He said, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen thee. He says, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And then Isaiah said, Pastor, I don't mean to take over. But then he says, fear not. He said, I got a word from the Lord, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. He says, thou art mine. And here's the word for you. 
when you pass through the waters. Hey, I'm going to be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Yeah, somebody ought to tell the devil, devil, you are a liar. You put on your spiritual swimsuit because God has already promised that the rivers will not overflow you. And then when you walk, mm, through the fire. He says you're not going to be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Isaiah, you can't take over my message, but he says even you shall faint and be weary. Young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew your strength. You're going to mount up with wings as eagles. You're going to run and not get weary. You're going to walk and you're not going to faint. I don't know about you, but I thank God that there's a word for our weary hearts. And I dare you to keep on holding on. Sister Teresa touched on my conclusion. The old hymn writer wrote something that'll help us out here today. He said, I trust in God. Why? Because I know he cares for me. He's not trusting God wherever I may be up on the land or on the rolling sea. For come what may from day to day, my heavenly father. Hey, somebody, you ought to put that in your spirit. My heavenly father watches over me. And then he says, I trust in God. I know he cares for me on mountain bleak or on the stormy sea, though billows roll. Hey, he keeps my soul, my heavenly father, what watches over me. Then he says he makes uh, the rose an object of his care. He guides the eagle through the pathless air, and surely he remembers me. My heavenly father watches uh, over me. And then he concluded and said, I trust in God, for in the lion's den, I know some of y'all Feel like Daniel sometimes. You feel like you're in the lion's den. He said, I trust in God in the lion's den, on battlefield or in the prison pen, through praise or blame, through flood or flame. My heavenly father watches over me. Somebody ought to clap those hands and declare my heavenly father watches over me. You don't have nothing to worry about. You don't have nothing to fear. And the valley may be dark. The shadows may be deep. (laughs) But I'm glad the shepherd, he guides his lonely sheep. And through the gloom, he'll lead me home. My heavenly father watches over me all day, all night. The angel of the Lord watches over me. I don't mean to sound selfish here today, but just like he watches over me, he'll watch over you. So whatever you do, wherever you go, there's a word for the weary here today. Be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. 
Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel. You're not getting ready to lose your mind. Hey, somebody ought to say, I'm not losing my mind. Tell them. Uh, come on, say, I'm not losing my mind. The devil tried to convince somebody you're going crazy. You ain't going crazy. Hey, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You're not going to lose your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a word. There's a word. There's a word for the weary today. And that word is simply that I know you. I've carried you since your birth. I've taken care of you from the time that you were born. <laughs> and even when you get old, hallelujah, for the seniors that may be listening, hey, even when you get old, God said, I'm going to take care of you. God said, when it seems like other people forget about you, God said, I'm going to take care of you. Don't even worry about it. God said, I'm going to take care of you. He says, even when your hair turns gray, God said, I'm going to support you. Hallelujah. Hey, God says, I'm going to support you. Somebody, you need to hear that God is going to support you. He said, I made you and I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to care for you. I don't know about you, but I trust that word. <laughs> I don't know about you. I believe that word. I don't know about you. I'm going to live that word because God will take care of you. How many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all believe that? <laughs> How many of y'all really believe it? Don't play with me. If you believe it, you, 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 you'll go to sleep tonight. If you believe it, you'll believe God. If you believe it, hallelujah, you won't have to worry and you won't have to fret because God will take care of you. I wanted to share that word with you today. I wanted to share that word with somebody today. Somebody you feeling like you're not going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. I rebuke that spirit that would try to convince you that you're not going to make it. You need to know that you will, you will make it.